It's Freestyle Friday, where we're coming off the top of the dome and straight from the heart as we talk with this week's guest about what God's been doing in their life lately. So get ready to join us for the laughs, the tears, and the testimonies of God's great works as we roll into the weekend freestyle. Here we go. All right, Randy, this is an opportunity where we're just going to talk about something that God's been doing in your life lately or kind of showing you. It can be a testimony, scripture, uh, book, sermon, something in your prayer time. It, it's kind of wide open and going to open the, the floor for you to, to share what's just on your heart, man. Sure, sure. Yeah, the, um, a, a verse that I seem to quote and share at every funeral or celebration of life service that I do is, uh, is a verse from Psalm 90, verse 12. It says, so teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. And, you know, and, I, and we're lay, we lay that out because we know that, hey, you know, well, those, this person's days are, are, are up. The, yeah, yeah. They, this is their, they had their time frame, and now mm-hmm. it's, it's gone. And, and I've always shared it from that capacity, but recently it's been more uh, home with me mm. personally to say that we are living in end times. And what uh, you were talking about, you and I before, really, every one of us are living in end times. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, how do I know that Highway 98 is not going to claim oh, me, man. Yeah. you know, today? Yeah. Uh, and my life is over. I, I was in yeah. a uh, hospital visitation one time, and the person was dying, cancer. And sometimes you can, you just smell death. It was very, it was inevitable that this person was going to pass away very soon. And I was there just to pray for and with a, a family and the individual. And I remember walking off and out of the oncology, uh, oncology ward, I guess, where it was at, and, uh, and, and getting on the elevator and going down when I, I kind of spoke out verbally to, to the Lord. And, and I said, Lord, wow, you're about to take that person home very shortly. Their, their, their days are, are certainly a few. And, and he didn't speak audibly to me, but he spoke to my heart very clearly. How do you not know that I may take you before that person? Mm. You know? And uh, again, he didn't speak audibly, but it, that yeah. was a thought that was kind of conveyed to me. That That's very heavy, much man. didn't come from me. It was like, yeah. you know, you could die on the way home, Randy. Uh, why not? Oh, do, do people your age not die every day? Do, mm. do, do I, you know, teach you to number your days that you may gain a heart of wisdom from it? And, yeah. and so recently I've been reflecting back on those kind of stories and thoughts. And as we are in this, this press, this in time pressure upon us because of all the, the things that seem to be kind of lining up around us and yeah. that, uh, that, are, that mankind's or the earth's days are numbered. But the reality of it is, Everybody's days have been numbered from the very beginning. Yeah. And even Paul, you know, he was expecting the coming of, of the Lord, the second coming. He was expecting him. Yeah. And uh, we look at him and we go, come on, Paul, it's been thousands of years. You were a little off. But, um, but of course, when he was speaking in, in the Greek, he was speaking of when, when John writes, when Jesus comes, he'll come quickly. You know, the wording, it means when it happens, it's going to happen quickly. It's kind mm. of the idea behind it. But really, those guys... 
they only live to be, you know, what, our 40s and 50s and 60s oh, yeah. were I mean, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, I'm right there at the end, like, you know, yeah. in my age. So to them, the Lord could have claimed them at any point. Yeah. In, in, at that time. And so in time, we're pressing upon them. And I think every man, if we have that understanding that the Lord can come any moment, that my life could be claimed any moment, then I have a tendency to, well, it changes my behavior, changes my, my thought yeah. pattern, you know? And as Christians in America, we're watching the tides turn. We're watching, well, we're watching things happen that have never happened in our nation that we are shocked about, we're in awe about, we're frightened over, we are panicking over, mm. yeah. and Christians are are trying to mobilize in such a way that they want their voices heard. They want their rights protected. We want, and we're moving like, like that as if we want to be here for, you know, a thousand more years. (laughs) When, when, you know, um, Hey, we have our, our role to play as pilgrims passing through. Mm Mm-hmm. We're pilgrims passing through, um, and so we are uh, dual citizens yeah. of this nation. But then, but we're a, a part of a greater nation of a peculiar people of the kingdom <laughs> of uh, a kingdom of heaven. We need to vote. We need to do our part there. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we are we are heading into eternity, and our days are numbered, and we're pilgrims passing through. And I. I'm having to wrestle with that, Tommy. I'm, yeah. I'm wrestling as a conservative. I'm wrestling with it. My my role to be mm. an ambassador of Christ and a pilgrim, or a person to fight for rights and such. And uh, and but I think we we do. It doesn't mean we don't fight for rights. Yeah. But at what extent do I do that in lieu of being an ambassador? That's a whole other discussion right there mm. that, that we have to yeah. each person ways through. Yeah. Um, and uh, so personally, I'm seeing that, man, uh, at the end of the day, I want these last days to be recognized as days that I was serving the Lord. Yeah. My heart was for him and I was an ambassador and not caught up in the temporal things yeah. that, are, that are passing away. And everything's passing away. His body's passing away yeah. <laughs> by, by the day. <laughs> So something similar for me, um, man, it's, I'm glad you brought this up. So I've, they weren't uh, two guys, uh, they weren't close friends of mine, but I'd, I'd worked with both of them in the industry, um, recovery mental health industry that I'm in right now. And I'd worked with them uh, closely in the past, but had lost touch over the years, but they both um, passed away this year. And as far as I knew, neither were believers, mm-hmm. um, from, things they had said and it just it kind of it sat heavy with me right yeah. like just yeah. the the reality of eternity, eternity. right that they yeah. that this life was over and they and they were both young i'm 44 one was maybe close to my age the other one was clear, definitely younger and so at, at young ages yeah their life was over you know and their days on earth were done and from everything I know about them um, lost for eternity. And that just sat heavy. Like I never shared the gospel with them and 
that was hard for me to, yeah. to just to really sit and reflect on the fact yeah. that I never shared the gospel and here are two guys who are gone mm-hmm. and now eternity. And it just, it just made me think of this more and more that our days are numbered and what am I doing with every day yeah. and every interaction and with the people that God has brought across my path and into my life. <clears throat> and I listened to, uh, actually listened to a, a podcast a few weeks ago, and there was a guy named Brian Nine. He works with a ministry called Hearts for the Lost, and he's up in Indianapolis. He um, did some training with Ray Comfort and all of that. But on the podcast, something he said was pretty powerful for me in the sense of this. He said, uh, and kind of what you were saying, he said when you had that proper sense of eternity, right? Yeah. So we think of of God and heaven and eternity, right? And, and And when you have that proper view, you don't fear death. Right. Right. Because you know what's coming. Right? You don't right. you don't fear leaving the earthly things. Right. And he said, but the challenge is when you also apply that proper view of eternity to hell, mm-hmm. you don't fear evangelism. You know, you it puts things in perspective. Like, with, like a priority. Yeah. Intentionality. Yeah. Yeah. So so same, man. I mean, that's been weighing heavy on me. It's just same thing. Days are numbered and We've been yeah. We've been put on this earth, and we are called <laughs> to so much more than than yeah. you know uh, building our planks on our houses, so sure, as you so said sure. in the other yeah, episode, or, or right? even like uh, you know huge political agendas. You know where I you're mentioning something you feel kind of convicted by. Mm. I, what I was convicted by over this whole uh, the political year, I, I dropped friends from Facebook. I dropped friends. Um, yeah, they were difficult. Okay. They were, they were difficult <laughs> on my wall. Okay. We'll yeah. just say that. Yeah. But because they were so contrary to my ideology, yeah. they were so contrary to my beliefs. They, and some of them even use the Bible, even though mm, they're clearly yeah, misquoting right. and out of context and, yeah. and stuff. And, uh, and that just made me even more mad. And right. I'm all the more reason for dropping them. And I, I kind of feel a little convicted by that now because I, I feel like, especially the unbelievers, I feel like, am I driving people away with my conservative values? Mm. Uh, don't get me wrong. No, we're, we're called to live a certain way. The Bible calls us to live a certain yeah. way. And, and, uh, and, and we are to, to walk in them. But at the same time, we're supposed to be inviting yeah. and to be salt and light. And, and I feel like that my, sometimes my political stances, uh, my political stance prevents me from mm. oftentimes being salt and light. Yeah. And, uh, and then I, I say good riddance to them. This is the way they mm. should be. But, but really, Jesus, he, he loved everyone. He loved the, um, yeah. the left. We could do a whole one on this, too. He loved, <laughs> he had the leftist liberal. Yeah. That was the, uh, the, uh, the Sadducee. You know, the Sadducees were the, the leftists. Like, yeah. they loved Rome and globalism, and yeah. they, they loved, you know, the government involvement, and, yeah. and they were Hellenists. They, they, or, uh, they were um, Herodians. They loved the, inter- the government kind of taking care of things. Oh, he yeah. built us a temple, and, yeah. you know, and they, they loved that kind of thing, whereas the Pharisees were the, were the right-wing conservative. Yeah. Small and, government. <laughs> yeah, man. They were small government. We were, yeah. it, they were nationalists, man. They were yeah. they were God, Israel, <laughs> right. and, and 
uh, you know, I was going to say a falafel. <laughs> they were, they were, you know what I mean? Like they were like, right. they were your right wing yeah. country and culture. Right? Yes, yeah. man. Yeah. If you got a sword, grab another one, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And, uh, so that was the, that was, and so when Jesus comes on the scene, he's born into that society as a Jewish man yeah. and is raised up in it. You know, he knew those sides well. But but he never like really catered to any side. He was the way, the truth, and the mm. life. He just kind of he he was, and yeah. and he revealed the truth. And where they were off on the on the scripture, he would correct the scripture. Mm. There were some times where he would say things that the um, that the Pharisees would kind of gravitate to him. Mm. You know, he would they would say, uh, "Do you like divorce? Do you think we should divorce?" Moses yeah. did give a you know, and he'd say, "Well, in the beginning." It wasn't so, right? Yeah. And the Pharisees are like, yeah, he's our man. Yeah, he's our <laughs> candidate right here. He's our man. And they would kind of right. press in, and then they would pull away, yeah. and Jesus wouldn't go with them. Mm. And then the Sadducees would come in and go, yeah, yeah, look, he's eating with the tax collectors and the sinners yeah. and the, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's man, he's entertaining us here. Uh, he's our man. <laughs> and then they would pull away, and he wouldn't go with them. And yeah. both of them nailed him to a cross. Yep. <laughs> you know, yeah. both, both, yeah. both sides political sides if you will were you know were the, his um opponents yeah. oh i know our sin nailed him to the cross but yet yeah. that's what the the church so to speak yeah. then you know which would yeah. have been the equivalent of the the pharisees the the religious leaders yeah uh you know were were opponents so i think that we get in Joshua chapter 1 as Joshua's going into the land he is. Uh, he's given this instruction. God gives him this great instruction, and he, he teaches him to to handle the word of God, to to know the law, to stand on to to not just uh, know it, but to to observe it and do it. And he says, "Do not stray to the left or the right." And mm. I thought, hmm, that's an interesting like terminology today. Yeah. If you were to right, say, that, right. "Don't turn to the left yeah. or the right," you're going to get people on the right who hate you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're going to get people on the left who hate oh, you. Oh, man, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and so whereas um, we have to stay in course with Jesus because yeah. he is the way, yeah. the truth, and the life. And uh, and and sometimes it aligns with Scripture. Like when it comes to pro-life, when yeah. it comes to lifestyle, right. uh, yeah, we align, that aligns with Scripture. But then at the same time, uh, when it comes to like compassion and when it comes to right. helping those in need and <laughs> yeah. those kind of things, that's a leftist like thing, you know, yeah. uh, that, that we're like, ah, oh, you know, they need to help themselves, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's what I said, you know, yeah. but, but yet there's this, this balance in Jesus that he brings. Yes. yes. And, um, and I think that ultimately it comes down to where's my heart mm-hmm. and what is my priority and, um, and what is Jesus where where's Jesus stand right. on this, yeah. and how does he respond to his opponents on this? Mm. Right, because he's right. Let every man let every man be a liar, but yeah. he's right. Yet he he handled his opponents so differently. I mean, he handled the church like he flipped tables. He flipped out, like you know, yeah, and flipped tables, and that was the church, right? Yeah. At the woman of the well, who was this kind of pagan <laughs> Samaritan, right. you know? Yeah, I say a pagan, but you you know what I mean. Like she was the worldly woman. He, he was. He, he he engaged her yeah because he loved her yeah and and he won her yeah. he didn't compromise truth yeah but he but he lovingly won her to to the lord and 
And so I, I feel like we've left that behind the Christian. Mm. The church has kind of uh, jumped ship on on having the heart and mind of Jesus, and yeah. and we've gone like extreme one way or the other. Some yeah. of the church has gone extreme left. Some of the church has gone extreme right. Yeah. And I think that we need to be eternally minded. Yeah. And not temporal. Right. Yeah, because no political party saves. It oh, if somebody convinced us to be liberals or we convinced some liberals to become conservatives, right. none of that justifies us no, before God. No, it doesn't. So. And typically, um, uh, the parents of the hippies were all conservatives. Yeah. And then they became leftists, right? Now watch all this huge, this leftist move. All yeah. their kids are going to go, oh, we don't want anything to do with this. Like, man, <laughs> just one yeah. side of the pendulum is going to swing mm-hmm. and as, yeah. as time goes on. And, uh, yeah. and so we can't rest in that. Right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, that was been, that's been on my mind a lot because yeah. it's, it's very rubber meets the road where yeah. in ministry and in life yeah. as a Christian. And, and I failed in some ways, mm. you know, I've, I failed to, um, uh, to get my let my emotions and my views, yeah. uh, even though they're right, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I but love even it. They're right. They, uh, I I, yeah. I fail and let those drive away mm. the person who needs Jesus so desperately. Yeah, don't be the resounding gong. Yeah, man, <laughs> totally. And, well, so yeah, we yeah. need to come back at some point and unpack that more and, yeah. and talk. Uh, I think more on earthly versus eternal mindsets, but also uh, figure out some topic or somehow to, to talk about love in the midst of all of this, uh, all of these differences. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, with, with, with yeah. When, it, when it pertains to gender, when it pertains to the environment, oh, we yeah. talk about the environment being a, a worshiped item, but yeah. yeah, when it talk, we talk about gun rights, yeah. we talk about, um, alternative lifestyles and yeah. all those things that are very controversial. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, the unborn too, Mm -hmm. but like all these controversial topics and then how does the Christian stand Mm -hmm. um, on them and defend the scriptural understanding of of them, but yet keep their integrity and be a witness and a light and salt and light. It's very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually going to address some of those topics. I actually uh, have someone put me in touch with a guy in the Midwest that uh, helps run a group that um, goes out to the abortion clinics. And the question is, when other people are yelling at those girls and calling them murderers, how do we show them love? Right, right. Right? How do we stand and say, yes, that's murder and it's sin, but still love that girl? Yeah. yeah. And how do even if we're going to go Matthew 544 and take to the extreme of loving our enemies, how do we love that doctor who's committing the murder? Right. Right, like so, so right. yeah. I want a, a big part of this whole podcast is to be fleshing out how we love in all of these scenarios, how we extend, yeah. how we show love to God, but also how we love our neighbors and what it really looks like. But all grounded in truth, you know. Right. And, yeah. Well, thanks for joining me again. Yes. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right. Thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in every Monday as I have a special guest in the studio to talk with me about what it is to love God and love our neighbors in both deed and in truth. And check us out every Friday for a new episode of Freestyle Friday. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. Leave us a review and go ahead and share the podcast with your friends. You can also check us out online at deedandtruthpodcast.com and you can connect with us on social media. We're on Twitter at deed underscore truth and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. YouTube by searching the Deed and Truth podcast. All right, until next time.
Yeah.